You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. This week, I've been looking at the free agent class. Monday, it was the top dozen free agent hitters. JT Real Muto, DJ LeMayhew, George Springer, Marcelo Zuna, Marcus Semien, Nelson Cruz, Justin Turner, Colton Wong, Michael Brantley, Tommy LaStella, Brad Miller, and James McCann. It's not exactly a, a free agent class chock full of stars. There's some good and useful players that will presumably be able to help their next teams. Today, I'll continue to look at hitters, but now that we're moving outside the top dozen, we're kind of getting into the weeds a bit. I mean, these are guys who might not be as valuable offensively as Tommy LaStella and Brad Miller. They could be, but here are another dozen, plus maybe a few more hitters uh, to keep an eye on this offseason. We'll start with Korean shortstop Ha Seung Kim. He's a 25-year-old who's been tearing up the KBO. Kim had 30 home runs, 23 stolen bases, and hit 308 with a 926 OPS and had more walks than strikeouts in 2020. It's a long way from the majors, and he may not even be a starting shortstop in the major leagues, but he's at least worth, worth keeping tabs on because if Kim gets regular playing time, he has some potential, which is more than what can be said for others on this list. Let's go to number 14, Boston center fielder Jackie Bradley Jr., a glove-first center fielder, Bradley hit 283 with an 814 OPS last season. That's pretty good. Uh, he's had some offensive ups and downs in his career, but it is reasonable to expect at least 15 home runs and possibly double-digit steals uh, in a full season. At 15, Philadelphia shortstop Didi Gregorius, who's turned into a pretty useful power hitter, slugging 98 home runs in the past five seasons, even though 2020 was a shortened season, and Gregorius missed nearly half of the 2019 season. He doesn't run much, which kind of stands out at that position, uh, and his batting average tends to fluctuate up and down a bit, but Gregorius is a serviceable middle infield option for fantasy owners. Number 16, St. Louis catcher Yadier Molina. In my heart, I would, have, I would like to have Yadier Molina number one because he's been such a surprisingly useful fantasy player throughout his long career. He's known much more for his defense, but that great defense is also what kept him in the lineup so much more than most catchers. Trouble is, now he's 38. That is 662 OPS last season, and maybe the Cardinals are ready to walk away. I'd still consider Molina as a fantasy backup in 2021, but that's really a reflection on the talent at the position as much as anything. Hitter number 17, San Diego left fielder second baseman Jerickson Profar. There was a time when Profar was the top prospect in baseball. And he's certainly not that now, but he's capable of hitting 20 home runs, which he's done twice, and possibly stealing double-digit bases, which he's done once, and he stole seven in 56 games in 2020. Profar can be valuable because of positional versatility. He can play second base, third base, shortstop, and left field. So he might have some sneaky value, uh, depending on where he ends up. Here number 18, Oakland outfielder and DH Robbie Grossman who's basically a part-time player, but one who gets regular playing time. He had at least 400 plate appearances for three straight seasons before he had 192 in 2020. That would have had him on pace for four straight seasons with more than 400 plate appearances. 
Grossman also had eight home runs, eight stolen bases, and an 826 OPS in 2020, which would play pretty nicely in a full season. But Grossman also hasn't produced like that in a full season. Stick around. I have more value bats on the free agent market coming up next. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. So who rounds out the rest of the top 25 free agent hitters? Let's go to number 19, Los Angeles Angels shortstop, Andrelton Simmons, who's an all-time great defensively. Simmons has probably lost a step in the field. And while he did hit 297 in 2020, it was a soft 297 with no home runs, and he slugged just 356. Is Simmons worth a roll of the dice as a late round or low-cost middle infielder? Sure, he's 31, so it's not like he's completely over the hill. But the offensive upside at this stage isn't great. Batter number 20, Cleveland first baseman Carlos Santana. He had a career-best season in 2019, hitting 34 home runs with a 281 average and 911 OPS. But Santana hit a career-low 199 with a 699 OPS in 2020. He still has power and a discerning eye at the plate, but gets harder to count on a bounce-back season when a player is 34. Bat number 21, Los Angeles Dodgers outfielder Jock Peterson. I could trust Jock Peterson to hit for even respectable average. That would move him up the list, but he's a 230 career hitter who hit 190 in 2020. What do you do with that? I suppose hope that he duplicates 2019 when he had a career-high 36 home runs and hit a career-high 249. Free agent bat number 22, New York Yankees left fielder Brett Gardner. 37-year-old has been with the Yankees since 2008 had a career season in 2019, hitting 28 home runs with an 829 OPS. 2020, though, Gardner hit 223 with a 747 OPS. It might be time for the Yankees to look a little bit younger. And if they do, well, then it's going to be up to another team uh, to provide Gardner an opportunity to play. Free agent bat number 23, Detroit second baseman Jonathan Scope. He's hit more than 20 home runs four times. He had eight home runs, hit 277 with a 799 OPS last season, though in more of a part-time role. But that, that's still reasonably productive. The playing time will determine whether uh, scope is worthy of your fantasy interest. Free agent bat number 24, Colorado outfielder Kevin Pillar. The thing about Pillar is that he refuses to walk, which can make him strangely more valuable for fantasy purposes because he makes sure he takes his cuts at the plate. That gives him more chances to produce. And he's been reasonably productive since the start of 2019, hitting 27 home runs and stealing 19 bases while hitting 266 with a 739 OPS, which that's pretty mediocre. But if Pilar is in a situation where he will play, where he will get at bats, he does offer some low-end fantasy value. Now, maybe a few honorable mentions, I guess. Uh, Consider Dodgers utility man Kike Hernandez. He can play multiple positions, has a little power. Maybe has more appeal during the season when, in a short spurt, he might be needed to play more regularly. Uh, Houston right fielder Josh Reddick does have do- double-digit home run power, but it's been a long time since he hit 32 in 2012. Uh, White Sox utility uh, veteran Marwin Gonzalez has lots of positional versatility, but he also hit just 211 with a 606 OPS in 2020. Do you really want to bank on him for a bounce back? Uh, you probably wait and see about grabbing him off the waiver wire next season. Uh, And then San Diego first baseman, Mitch Moreland, who's a left-handed platoon hitter, but you know what you're getting uh, out of Moreland. He's a four-time 20-home run hitter, and he has value, particularly if you can make daily changes to your lineup because he he almost exclusively plays against right-handers, 
But against right-handers, the 35-year-old can still rake. Uh, New York Mets catcher Wilson Ramos. Last season, Ramos hit 239 with a 684 OPS, which doesn't have a whole lot of fantasy appeal. But in the four seasons before, he hit 294 with an 808 OPS, numbers that would make him an easy starter at catcher. Can Ramos still do it at age 33? I guess we'll find out. But he's probably going to be a bargain on draft day in 2021. So that will do it for today. I'll be back Wednesday with a look at free agent pitchers. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe, get your vote in on Tuesday, and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.